This is High Stakes from Gerard Phillips, Kate and Hancock. How does a hospital merger affect quality and experience? The American Hospital Association says they should improve. A new study published in the New England Journal of Medicine, however, says they don't. Here, our CEO, David Gerard, puts the debate in context. And when I look at studies like that are in the New England Journal of Medicine, there's some serious research by some clinicians who really care about health care um, and how it's developed and what's the, what's the best way to do it. But they're using the data that's available to them, and even that is limited. It tells a, it tells a limited story. Um, there's much more to it that's going on with mergers and acquisitions that is on the healthcare leaders to tell. There's a story to tell that um, is often missed when we talk about mergers and acquisitions. So here, here's a reaction, I, uh, one of the reactions I had, um, um, is that the, the physicians conducting the research looked at the available data, I think from 2009 to 2012 or 13, just for yeah. a few years, uh, and whether there was a, a marked benefit in those numbers as a result of a, of a merger, particularly given that so many of these mergers uh, tout quality of care as the reason for the merger. Um, and, and potentially reduction in price as well. And potentially reduction in price. Um, and then they measured it over a four-year period. But we all know, all of us who work in the hospital industry, know that four years is a, an incredibly short amount of time to make a significant strategic change, particularly in the kinds of organizations that we're that we're talking about, but also um, that often some of the greatest benefits of mergers and acquisitions, um, it's it's not necessarily that the quality is going to be dramatically improved, it's the, the quality is going to continue to exist. I mean, so often uh, with mergers, that the the true value of it is that healthcare is able to continue in, in places where otherwise it wouldn't. And sometimes in healthcare, there's a reticence to tell that story because we're sometimes polite to each other. We, uh, If we're in a merger, an acquisition, um, the selling organization or partnering organization doesn't want to say we're in such financial straits that we have no other choice but to do this, or we would close, or we'd have to dramatically redefine ourselves. So the better option is to find a great partner, join them, and continue to do what we do, continue to fulfill our mission. So sometimes the the... The true goal of a merger is the continued existence of the organization that's merging or partnering. So we, we should do the things that the researchers were talking about, which is looking at quality and looking at, at, at price and continue to look at access. But I also think we have to look at the continuation of care, period. And it's hard to look at from a, a data set that's reported to the government uh, on an annual basis. Now, you know, a challenge is that uh, as organizations are merging or coming together, they tell a story about why that's happening, right? Um, and quality is an easy go-to message because everybody wants the quality of care to be good and for it to be uh, improved. But if we're looking at sort of the long-term um, impact of, of a merger, the leaders at the very beginning have got to tell, have to tell a bigger story about what we're doing and why we're doing it. And the continued access to care, while it may not have been a key part of messages in the past, has got to be part of the key messages in the future. Because that really seems to be the biggest, um, the source of the biggest buzz around this particular study, because the numbers themselves didn't change that much. The The only one that 
really changed was patient experience, which appears to have dropped a little bit, not enormously, but a little bit. And that's not great. Um, it seems like that was concentrated among organizations that already had low P patient experience PX right. uh, numbers. Uh, but otherwise the numbers were pretty steady or they couldn't really tell a difference. So the, the issue is that the story that had been told was, or, or at least what people assumed was everything is going to get better. We're going to go from a six to an eight. And instead it's, we're going to maintain a six instead of dropping to a zero. Yes. And the, the data that's being collected, um, um, is very specific about what's being measured. And you, you can look at HCAPs and uh, decide from that some kind of patient experience. Um, but patient experience itself is delivered through an entire universe of experiences a patient have with an organization which may or may not be improved by a merger. So it's, it's a very subjective, I think it's a very soft, very soft metric. Um, and and Quality that's that's measured through um, uh, uh, data like the, the government collects is is extremely valuable to an organization, but it's not the only quality uh, measurement that exists. Thirty day readmissions, they were steady, they weren't worse, they weren't better, but that's another quality metric. Right, but they continue to be. Um, and I don't mean to say that that uh, the survivability of a hospital is the only reason that mergers happen. There's a, a number of other reasons. But it's a, it's a fair point that hospital leaders can t- set themselves up for exactly this kind of criticism um, by saying at the beginning, this is the only reason the merger is going to happen. There's, there's a variety of factors um, that go into why an acquisition is the appropriate thing, why a merger is the appropriate thing. And um, I think it behooves healthcare leaders to tell that story today for the long-term uh, consequences. Okay. So to close, make that, make that explicit. What, what is the exact, what's the the practical thing that the healthcare leader should do while the researchers are crunching the numbers, the American hospital association is, is talking about their, their thing. What is the hospital CEO to do? The key for the hospital CEO and for hospital boards is to be um, as transparent as possible, to be as honest and candid as possible about why this organ, why these organizations are coming together and what will happen if they don't. There's often a, a sense that, that what they are considering through a merger and acquisition is in comparison to the continuation of the status quo. That if we have a choice between doing this or just staying as we are. Um, and in fact, in healthcare, there is no continuation of the status quo. Things are going to change. Um, and for most hospital and health systems, things are not changing for the better. And it can be difficult after uh, being the center of gravity for a community for 100 years, particularly in small communities, to say things are in such dire straits that we have to do something like this. It's not an easy message, but it's a critical message, I think, to deliver today so uh, communities can be aware of sort of where they are, but what they can expect in the, in the future. 